Hey, how's it going? This is Craig Cannon, and you're listening to Y Combinator's podcast. Today's episode is with Cindy Mee and Chi Lu. Cindy is the founder and CEO of VIP Kid. VIP Kid is a one-on-one teaching platform where children in China learn English from North American teachers. Chi is the CEO of YC China and head of YC Research. All right, here we go. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Chi Lu. Uh, I'm a partner at the Y Combinator. I'm also working on YC China. Today, I'm very, very pleased to have the opportunity to speak to Cindy Mi, uh, the founder and the CEO of VipKit. As many of the YC community uh, in the U.S. or China know, uh, VipKit has been a tremendous uh, entrepreneurship success. And Cindy, uh, credit to your success, you more and more become a role model for many entrepreneurs. Uh, today, uh, I have the opportunity, I want to go through a list of questions. Hopefully, we can share a lot of your insights, uh, what learning you had over the years uh, that can prove to be very, comf- very valuable for many other young generation entrepreneurs. So let me start with sort of uh, your early phase upbringing, uh, because as we look at the many entrepreneurs, uh, motivation, uh, passion, uh, long-term drive about something is often a key uh, success factors. Uh, can you share with uh, uh, where you grew up? Uh, in particular, what was like uh, when you had to move? Uh, I believe it was at the age of uh, uh, age of fourteen. I believe moving to a different province and start new school. Uh, what was the experience like, and how that that impacted you? Sure, absolutely. Well, firstly, I'd like to start by uh, thanking you, Chi, uh, for uh, doing this interview. And then uh, congratulations also on founding and launching YC China. Thank you very much. Appreciate <laughs> this it. is really exciting for um, many young uh, entrepreneurs and, and, and tech people because you are the role model Thank for you. everyone for connecting the world and make it a better place and uh, making these companies global from day one. Thank so you. Uh, thank you so much for Absolutely. being here. Absolutely. And I'm really looking forward to our discussion. Yeah. So per, to your question on um, uh, the uh, story of my uh, upbringing and growing up, I was born in a uh, so it was uh, Zhangjiakou City, uh, where the Winter Olympic Games will be held. Yes. And the, the reason I believed so much in, in lifelong learning is uh, because um, I moved from Zhangjiakou uh, um, to uh, Harbin in Heilongjiang province uh, when I was 40 years old. And um, in my math class, my teacher hated me and she thought I was the most stupid student on the planet <laughs> and she just she just doesn't believe that I, I can learn. So I lost confidence in learning when, when I was a little kid and I thought um, you know school probably is not the right place for me and I should leave. So I dropped out of high school when I was uh, in, in the 11th grade. But nevertheless I was very lucky because I started tutoring young kids English when I was 15 years old uh, part-time. So um, Teaching has been my passion and, and learning has been the motivation that drives me all these years. And then um, through teaching young kids, I learned that every child is so curious and we should help them build mm-hmm. the connection to the world of the best teachers and content and learning experience. And then they can imagine and explore. And then um, through the experience of uh, being an English tutor, 
Now, I, I figured um, learning is also so important uh, for the tutor or teacher herself because if only if you learn more, you can then teach better mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. um, creates this lifelong learn learning uh, mission for all the kids so that they can learn better. That was very interesting. So what you shared was sort of the early phase of experience uh, motivated, also shaped uh, the spirit for you to become a, a educator in many ways uh, to promote learning. Uh, but the interesting aspect for me is uh, learning and English, and also learning blend with uh, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurialism. So can you also tell us more about that aspect? For example, uh, I believe you start learning English when you were 13, and you mentioned that you start tutoring uh, other kids' English uh, when you were around 15. Yeah. And there's another very, very, very interesting aspect. You actually co-founded an English uh, t- training school right. uh, when you were at uh, 17 with your uncle, uh, believe it or not, with, uh, with your <laughs> uncle. So tell us more about that and how those sort of blend together, shape up, sort of inst- instill the spirit in you as an educator mm-hmm. and also a entrepreneur. Sure, absolutely. Right. So um, when we moved to Beijing, it was a very lean startup experience. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we rented uh, one classroom, in the middle of nowhere, uh, now today by the third ring road, but by then it was a very rural area in the city. Mm-hmm. So, um, we went and find students, uh, by the elementary school that they go to and then send flyers to their fam- parents and then say, Hey, come and, and learn with us. And you don't have to pay. You get a gift. And if you like it, you can stay and continue to learn with us. And then, um, the, the, the lessons that I learned from those early, early days is uh, very important because it helps really build up the understanding of um, the students, mm-hmm. the parents. And then um, to be an entrepreneur or to fund a business, I, th- I think there are so many things one needs to to do well. For example, how do we hire the right people? Mm-hmm. How do we how do we make sure we have the best culture? How do we uh, build our customer base? one by one mm-hmm. and make sure everyone is happy and successful. So uh, I was the chief errand officer by then. Running all the errands, right? <laughs> Running all the errands. <laughs> chief errand officer. I, so yeah. I was I was driving car. Yeah. Like, I need to uh, pick up uh, the other teachers yeah. from uh, like 20 kilometers away in Tongzhou. And then when, when everyone goes to bed, I need to continue to learn more and, and to prepare for the next day. So... By running all the errands, I think just taught me yeah. so many things. But then by being so close to the customers, namely our students, uh, I, I got the um, privilege to understand much more on what every child want and what every parent want. So I think those understanding really shaped uh, the way that um, what I think about uh, learning or education. And, and, and then um, when... Um, I got a chance to build the second business, a VIP kid business. I then really understand and appreciate way more on how difficult it is to build something from the scratch, and then what are the mistakes not to make, and and how to how to do better. That was a uh, terrific set of uh, uh, experience you went through running all the errands, the the learning about the students, what they need, also the parents, because education in many ways uh, the users are not the buyers. The buyers actually what pays is the parents. So understanding both uh, students and the parents are super important. Mm-hmm. 
Well, he just to touch about sort of naturally, let me switch to the next key set of area topic. I'm going to go through sure. uh, seeing the list of uh, questions about how you start uh, Vipkit, your second business. And initially, uh, why you saw the opportunity that many others, perhaps at the same time, didn't see, in particular, English learning market when you started was already very competitive market. There's a lot of players in that space. Uh, in China, a lot of people will always say it's a hyper-competitive, uh, a very, very aggressive. Uh, what you see as a unique opportunity that you latch onto and how you uh, convince yourself and your teams that you can win uh, in this very hyper-competitive environment? Right. That's a great question. So when we started VIP Kit back in 2013, uh, the market was competitive. The, the, the market size is about uh, 15 billion US dollars, mm-hmm. uh, parents spending every year. And then, uh, Chinese parents value education as, uh, mm-hmm. investments. So, um, from uh, around 15% of our household income goes to supplemental education. Oh, 15% for well, household. Oh, okay. Compared That's to important. 2% in the US. That's a, in some ways the, the the culture and the tradition uh, for the Ch- sort of China specific, right? Because it is absolutely true the the Chinese parents value uh, education and are willing to invest. That's great to know. So it's fifteen percent of household income they are willing to spend right. versus two percent United States. That's terrific. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then uh, although it's a competitive market, but there are still a lot of pain points yet to be solved mm-hmm. for the parents. So. Uh, how to win the, the, the pain points that I see from um, by then 15 years of being in the classroom and, and being close to the students and parents are a few. Um, one is we don't really have good English teachers uh, that are out of China even today. Yeah, yeah. So there are only 27,000 North American teachers um, national wide. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the number is so little compared to our vast number mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Uh, students. There are 17 million new babies born every year, and there there's about a million elementary school kids only in Beijing. Yeah. And today, VIP Kid has more than 60,000 teachers. Yes. It's almost three times of mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. supply. So supply has been a, a huge challenge, and you know what parents want is a good teacher. And, and I think a teacher can make or break a student's learning curiosity yeah, yeah. And, and sparks that lifelong learning spirit. So it's really critical to have the best teachers. And then even if the teachers are in China, um, it's mostly uh, very young like people uh, spending a couple of years in China. They're not really teachers. So the teachers we're able to find are the best K-12 like, educators mm-hmm, in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, coming from all different states. Texas is our largest teacher state. I see, I see. We really love our teachers, and they're the reason that we're successful, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So teacher supply. Secondly is the, the content of learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, students are still learning uh, curriculums from many, many years ago, and it stays unchanged. And, but we, we have technology like uh, all those uh, pads and, and, and mobile devices. Devices. For, mm-hmm. for children, mm-hmm. it's much more engaging if they're able to explore. And, and for example, read the online learning library and, and they have the content to, to get access to instead of just a, a, a whole set of yeah. books. Yeah. So the content has also been a challenge uh, in the traditional uh, like service providing mm-hmm. uh, that parents can get access to. And lastly, um, 
talking about language learning, um, if one can spend 15 minutes a day to learn the language, it's much more effective than 15 minutes times seven, um, yeah. put into a two hour weekend class yeah. because more frequency helps memorizing yes. better and utilizing the language and in a much more effective way as a tool. So those are um, the, the pain points that parents feel in terms of quality. And lastly, um, parents today are so uh, tired of mm-hmm. uh, bringing their children to children classes in the weekend. It's a more like a challenging job than yeah. their day job. Yeah. They, they have no free time of their own. Yeah. So parents would prefer if children can learn from home and they can probably do yoga at the same yes. time. Yes. So all these pain points, uh, we've been rethinking how can we uh, reimagine children's English language learning mm-hmm. so we can uh, bring more value to the kids, probably 10 times better. So, mm-hmm. so that's why VIP Kid launched um, by the idea that we want to find the best teachers, build this uh, global classroom where we connect cultures and sparks the lifelong learning spirit for the kids. Yeah, yeah. So the product itself, uh, by what parents believed in and were comment on, is at least five times better, if not 10 times, compared to the existing uh, product and services. This is terrific. Uh, Cindy, let me summarize a few key things that I uh, move to next step. Uh, questions sort of right connect to what you're describing. Essentially, you, through your own experience, you identify a set of opportunity, unique inside. One is demand, essentially, particularly the, the Chinese parents, uh, the China's traditional value, learning education, willing to spend. That's The demand is there and it's growing. The second is you identify opportunity, essentially to use the internet to expand supply. Because without the internet, you actually... Uh, a set of teachers in the United States won't be necessarily become a surprise, but technology enable you to have that unique insight to say, I can bring a lot more supply in another different place. That's a second, uh, very, very big insight. Third is sort of the content and devices that are available can be more engaging. And the fourth is the product form. You sort of, uh, tune to the language learning itself, uh, moving to a smaller set of chunks. Uh, make it much easier, as you said, five times better than the alternative four. So that's a terrific set of insight that you identified. And then my question to you is, uh, almost every startup founders will uh, grapple with, which is uh, the classic product market fit. Essentially, you identify a market already, you see the supply and the demand, you have the opportunity to bring them together. But ultimately, you still have a product that fits the market demand. You already elaborate quite a bit about the some aspects of product, content, device, uh, short duration, uh, continuous uh, learning, lifelong learning. Uh, but in the early days of VipKit as a founder, uh, uh, I'm curious, do you have a set of uh, measurement metrics or key success factors that you keep measuring, comparing, and say, this will help me to find the product market fit mm-hmm. and keep improving the product around those metrics and then when do you feel like I really found it? This is the product that's going to win. Mm. So help us sort of walk through this. I think that would be super helpful for a lot of founders that are sort of initially starting going through this phase. And they try to learn what the insight you can share with them on how to find the product market fit. Absolutely. That's, that's a, um, we, we, it took us a year and a half. Okay. To understand a year and a half. Yeah. That product market fit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very long time. Yeah. Um, we, 
had a few uh, metrics that are still very important to us today. What kind of metrics? Yeah, yeah. So um, those are uh, like efficiency mm-hmm. and effectiveness and engagement of our students. Okay. And that's essentially what believed to be the user value of the product we created. Mm-hmm. So for um, efficacy, we would be measuring students' units, assessments, uh, scores. I see. So, uh, we T- would test, then- test scores. Test the scores, right? Yes. Okay. So those are evaluations conducted by our teachers live streaming. I see. And also the practice. I'm questions. curious, are these standard or like a, what sort of test are you, similar to schools, how they test English or you invent something different? So, uh, similar to schools, okay. but we do build our curriculum content based on our scope and sequence okay. and the knowledge that we need students to learn and the skills they need to master. So based on those uh, scope and sequence, we've developed our content. So it's really critical for us to go back and then, then check and then see, well, how does she learn? How does a student learn? I see. And then, is everything very efficacious? So it's really important to have that. And and secondly, on a, on the uh, uh, effectiveness, um, we would then be uh, measuring of all the time that is consumed mm-hmm. on the on the platform, um, how much progress has the the child made, and then uh, lastly on engagement, um, how, what are how how well is the student rating the class, and what are the feedback from the parents and does does he keep coming back and take classes yeah, every yeah, week? Yeah. And then does does the parent refer our program to other parents? Yeah. What is NPS score? So those are oh, the okay. very basic and fundamental matrix that we, we look at and when we evaluate uh, the product market fit. So um, by the fr- first year and a half, what we did mm-hmm. was uh, a few steps. One is we we started with actually four students. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Because we cannot find the fifth. So I see just the fourth students. <laughs> or the fifth students. Yeah, so that's the MVP, right? That's the, the, the new viable product. Yeah, yeah and uh, Sanovation Ventures, uh, Dr. Kai Fuli. Oh, they found it. I see. They, found, they had to help us find the first I see. three. Because I see. They found three, you found another one. One, only one. And that one was yeah. a, a friend of uh, my co-founder, Jesse's I see. Uh, kid. So it was uh, uh, Lucy, uh, Theo, uh, Crystal, and Lovely. I see. It's, it, and it's very hard to mm-hmm. persuade even the four to start to learn with the program. But, but then later on, gradually every month, we would have additional 10 students. So it makes it almost 200 by March 2015. And then throughout this whole experience, we've iterated our content and technology platform a couple of, a few times already. I see. Because, uh, it's critical to, we only had limited resources as all the, like every entrepreneur, uh, in the very early days, yep, yep. startup teams. And so we had a handful of like in, uh, content developers and a handful of, uh, engineers. So where we spend those resources matter the most. And then by iterating three times, uh, three versions of our content and two, um, versions of our uh, like online learning platform, we uh, found the most important uh, tools or the ways that we need to build for our students. And similarly, on the teacher side, um, we also make sure that our teachers are happy uh, with yeah. the schedule. Mm-hmm. They find it convenient to teach. They have the essential tools that they need and they have the content that is very well designed by our team. So it's also a part of market fit for the supply as well. 
you have to do both sides because we're, you're a marketplace. Right, yeah. we are a double-sided yeah. marketplace. Yeah. We have to do, but we, we, I think we have more responsibilities than double-sided marketplace. We need to guarantee the quality That's right. of of the whole experience mm-hmm. for both students and teachers, and their success are what we believe to be the most important. So by piloting the program with 20 teachers and 200 students in the first year and a half. When everyone was like 2014, it was the year where everyone celebrates entrepreneurship and grow, like founding the company and everything. We chose to, uh, you know, really lock ourselves in a little room and, yeah, yeah. and figure out all these uh, fundamental challenges and important part of market fit questions. Terrific. So there's a lot of things. I will actually have a couple of follow up questions uh, based on what you described. But uh, Cindy, what you shared is in many ways. Uh, Sort of YC also advocates for essentially, it's always about build something, uh, users or customer want. Mm-hmm. Uh, can be a very humble beginning. Uh, in your case, four kids, essentially four <laughs> kids, and you start teaching, but, uh, once you find the right fit, it will grow, right? So at some point, uh, from what you described, sort of the key markers of initial milestone will be 20 teachers, 200 students. And you have two iterations of platforms, three iterations of content that in many ways showcase you find something. I think this is a terrific story. It's motivating for many others, uh, startups. Don't be sort of discouraged that I want to have only have one user or two users. Uh, any big enterprise, they all start with small. Uh, in your case, it's just a terrific, uh, that you start with uh, a humble beginning. Uh, Vision Venture gave you three students, you find another one. That's, that's awesome story. So what I will have two related questions. I think, uh, sort of classic for a lot of founders to go through. One is, uh, the business model, the revenue models, because ultimately, uh, we're operating a market. You need to make it a, uh, business wise. Mm-hmm. There's income. Otherwise, it won't sustain. Uh, so how do you essentially, Get to the point whereby the key segment of people, which is the parents, I believe, assume this is the case. They are willing to say, okay, this is, this is something good. My kids are learning good stuff. I'm willing to pay for. How do you sort of find the business model and making sure that this business model is viable and can provide a sustained uh, growth for an enterprise? So can you share with that aspect of experience sure, on, the, on the business development side? Yeah. yeah. So, um, for business model, yeah. we believed, uh, we believe that uh, it's essential to bring value to both sides of yeah. the market, the students and yeah. parents and the teachers. So for the students and parents, the value uh, in uh, the business model is we have lowered significantly the one-on-one learning experience, the cost yeah. uh, for the parents yeah. by more than 50%. 50% so uh, parents cost reduction. So used okay. to pay um, about uh, 600 RMB or uh, less than 100 US dollar to, to find a one-on-one teacher. And as we talk okay. about, there are only 27,000. Yeah, so yeah. good luck finding one. You can't, it's yeah. really difficult that you can. And then it's in, literally impossible also to find a teacher and have her come to your house every day for half an hour mm-hmm. because the commute will be two hours mm-hmm. for that half hour class and you've got to pay for it. So essentially parents find it, if they only pay for, uh, like small class tuition, um, for one-on-one experience, they have multiple times of yeah. value created. Yeah. And also on top of that, 60, 50, 
to 60% less than they had to pay for mm-hmm. one-on-one offline. Mm-hmm. So they're paying about uh, uh, like $40 uh, per hour of the one, one-on-one learning experience. So it's great. And the, the teacher uh, are, are really amazing. Uh, they're mm-hmm. they're uh, five times better than what they can find in China. Mm-hmm. So if you multiply those uh, values, you probably see uh, uh, 10 times yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the value created for our parents and students. And, and also children really love it because yeah. they... Uh, Previously, they cannot find you. You don't. You can never choose your teacher. Mm-hmm. You can only go to a training like a institute, and there is a teacher for you. Mm-hmm. You sign up, you learn. And now it's very personalized. We can yeah. uh, pair uh, the most suitable, engaging, and and motivating teacher for this child out of yeah. our sixty thousand teacher pool. So all these are value created for for students, parents, and uh, for teachers. Similarly, uh, if you look up on payskill.com, you then find teachers get paid 16 US dollar per hour of their tutoring services. I see. And then you got to commute as well, uh, half an hour one way, mm-hmm. two hours, you get paid 16 on average. Of course, not in New York or San Francisco where mm-hmm. parents pay tutoring a lot of money mm-hmm. for, for SSATs or ACTs. But generally, we're talking about like the few million K-12 teachers and English language teachers nationwide mm-hmm. in the U.S. or Canada. So the value for teachers then is um, they are willing to teach a global student audience, but uh, unless they move to China yeah. or Asia yeah. or like Japan, they can't do this. And and also teachers, um, many of teachers are, are female. Uh, and then oh, I see. when they have children, they become stay-at-home moms for, for a few years. That's a, a really great, yeah. um, the teachers are, are doing this for the family, but at the same time, teachers need to uh, supplement <laughs> families' income. income. Yeah. And uh, if you are in um, Salt Lake City in, in Utah, what are the options as a teacher to make those supplemental incomes? <laughs> so then VIP Kid brings value to our teachers in a way that um, we pay our teachers about 20 US dollar per hour. Uh, we make sure they don't have to commute. They can even stay home and, and, and teach in the early morning and then spend the whole day with a kid, with a family. So there, we have a very, very strong teacher community. Teachers are connected with each other online. Yeah. You see uh, the 30,000 YouTube videos uh, that teacher created in the Facebook community. We have teacher conferences. Mm-hmm. So all these value add you put together are value created for our mm-hmm, teachers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we, we want to make sure that we're here to facilitate mm-hmm, the communication, mm-hmm. the culture connection, the learning, and everyone is successful. And there becomes then the VIP kid business model. Gotcha, gotcha. It's terrific. So essentially, fundamentally, you focus on real value creation on both sides. Right. And then the economic, economic model becomes very natural mm-hmm. and sustainable. So I have uh, related questions, which is a lot of startups, uh, always need to be focused on, which is, uh, you mentioned iteration, because ultimately to build a long-term successful business, there will be things you have to try. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to, uh, you are learning, what sort of iteration, you mentioned, you know, iteration on content, iteration on platforms, what sort of things you tried that, that didn't work, uh, sort of the salient learnings. Often you learn a lot more by trying something didn't work, and then uh, you capture the learning, move on to a new set of experiments. Are there uh, important learning lessons you can share with uh, the, the other startups founders? I've got two lessons yeah. that I learned that are yeah. very uh, like deep memory for me. So one mm-hmm. is uh, um, we try to build uh, too much 
for the technology platform yeah. we started from day one. It's a common mistake for our companies. Yeah. <laughs> you would yeah. always imagine, oh, this would be perfect. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. this yeah. and that and that, and then uh, build a blueprint that yeah. is so impressive yeah. to everyone. But then uh, you need to, we need to, we had to understand there are limited resources. Yes. So um, we we did spend uh, like three months try to build this um, in the. Uh, second half year of 2014, but then we found it, uh, did, it didn't work. Yeah, we yeah. should focus on what's most needed and then we reorganize our resources and we're able to launch something <laughs> formally <laughs> March 2015. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll probably won't be able to launch anything yeah, by then. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the funny fact is that of the blueprints we built by then, uh, four years ago, some of the work we haven't even finished today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a three months job. It's yeah. a, it's a probably 10 year job yeah. that we've, uh, uh, blueprinted. And second, uh, thing, uh, was we were not ready for growth. Uh, but one of the, uh, key opinion leaders, one of the student parents, she owns a Weibo blog and she posted, so called the big V, the, right? The big yeah. V <laughs> and she posted yeah. on, on Weibo. Yeah. So about 2000, a parent sign up for the day and we took us three months to call them back. I see. So we, we probably should be thinking about, Oh, we've been building yeah, yeah, the yeah. product market fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes a lot, long time. But what if in the middle of, of the, the, the timeline, something exploded and then yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you've got to be ready for this <laughs> because it, it's negative, uh, a customer satisfaction if they didn't get respond along the way. Yeah. So yeah. the, the solution we had was, uh, everyone, becomes a uh, customer service person and our engineers really hated it when they are asked. But that's really, really parents. good that you did that. That's terrific. Yeah. 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 But yeah. our engineer said, I, I, I didn't want to talk to people. That's why I become an engineer. Oh, I called. <laughs> <laughs> why do I have yeah. to call parents? It's yeah. really difficult. So we, we, but we did manage to make sure 2000 customers get addressed and responded and connected uh, in the time span of three months. But they, there were a lot of unsatisfactory voice people saying, are you guys yeah. for real? Yeah. Where are you? Yeah, Nobody's yeah. calling me. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, Lundi. So now we, uh, let me uh, sort of uh, move uh, one step up. Uh, obviously, uh, looking back, uh, you had a sort of early beginning. Now it's very clear Vipkit is going through tremendous growth. Just walking upstairs this morning, going through your building, it's, it's mm-hmm. very impressive. Now you have, I believe, almost uh, 10,000 employees uh, with massive set of grocers. Uh, at the core, it's always about product. Mm-hmm. Uh, my understanding is your product uh, recently goes through a lot of uh, expansion. For example, uh, you are getting into uh, Mandarin learning mm-hmm. and essentially moving from English to another language. In some ways, the market sort of reversed. Mm-hmm. The learner will be in uh, maybe in North America. The teacher will be in China. Sort of the, uh, it's a swap, if you will, than the original product. And also you have expanded your English uh, learning product from sort of the classic one-on-one uh, into one on four, and you also expand the range of students from uh, all the way from sort of zero, uh, I would imagine a zero young kids learning uh, to 18 years old. Uh, how you envision, how you uh, sort of strategize, uh, pick these product expansions, and how those new product in- initiations, initiatives come together mm-hmm. to catalyze uh, the next phase of growth for WebKit? Right. So uh, the the theme of all these yeah. product services we built are a common theme. It is to build a global classroom. Global classroom. Okay. Uh, that is 
shared by many many teachers and students. That's the theme tie everything together. Right,、okay. with amazing content、okay. that is、uh, personalized and also connect cultures and inspires this、uh, lifelong learning. For everyone, so so then uh, uh, comes uh, uh, the the one on one VIP gate, and then we have CABC, our one on many one on four model, and and then we have Mandarin learning and all the other curricular set. So the we follow the demand of the the parents and students we work with, and we believed that by building、um, this global classroom, we then had a, a great chance to、uh, personalize. Learning for the kids with data technology, and and also、uh, we would、uh, my dream and goal as a tutor, a teacher myself,、mm-hmm. is to empower our teachers better by building more、uh, intelligent tools and assistance uh, th- like uh, functions, so that our teachers' job can become much easier in the days to come,、I、and、see. they can make more、uh, income and then be happier. Gotcha. So this is super helpful. It's essentially there's a cohesive thing of of global, massively expanding classroom、uh, that's personalized, and technology and data can enable both sides: the learner to learn better, the teachers to be able to uh, uh, teach better. So in that context,、uh, content always seems to play an important role.、Uh, my understanding is、uh, Vipgate is also sort of launched a set of initiative to expand the content. For example, you had a A recent partnership with, I believe,、uh, Scholastic that including、uh, sort of premier content like、uh, Harry Potter's and also with、uh, Houghton Mifflin、uh, Harcourt and Oxford University. And we could these are sort of English content. And then speaking of Mandarin learning,、uh, what do you think will be sort of the marquee uh, uh, catalyst uh, Chinese content that can help the Mandarin learning? So I'd be curious to see. How you envision the content aspects of expanding of your product portfolios? Right.、Um, so similarly, we also follow the needs and demands of our,、mm-hmm. our students and parents. So for the uh, uh, Harry Potter content,、yeah. scholastic partnership,、uh, we also have the uh, uh, a lot of、uh, reading library uh, like readers. Uh, That we introduce to the platform, so、um, that's based on the skill that we believe to be very important reading、uh, for our children of, to have a global library. And we also work with、uh, partners like Lexile to measure children's、oh, okay. uh, like reading ability, and then、um, to to measure how they've learned with our major curriculum together with the reading library content. And also for the Houghton、uh, Mifflin Harcourt、mm-hmm. content,、uh, we we introduced. Uh, journeys and collections,、okay. which are the elementary school and high school curriculum for American students at school today,、uh, to be accessible and available for China's international school students who's willing to later on、uh, take a global like、uh, international school path. And then we partnered also with SSAT. Oh, okay, okay.、Uh, so that we're we, we're then able to provide our students with a,、uh, a very exclusive opportunity to sign up and to to take that、uh, mm-hmm. assessment, and also、uh, TOEFL Primary, TOEFL Junior for young kids as well as a third party assessment tool. I see, I see. Okay, so let me maybe、uh, take our、uh, conversation into one more step, which is the global aspects, because earlier you mentioned emphasizing many ways.、Uh, Vipkid, the prior roadmap and the long-term vision aspires to be a global classroom that's personalized learning.、Uh, that also fits into the sort of the bigger themes、uh, that we see, particularly the Y Combinator, that there is more and more global innovations. New startups, they all tend to have 
uh, have uh, aspiration to be a global company. Mm-hmm. And Vipkin Sound is very unique. Uh, your beginning is global because you connect the supply demand through a global platforms. Uh, can you share with uh, us with sort of your learning experience? How do you initially build sort of global aspects from the beginning, from get go? What are the the challenges that you had to overcome by building global company that's based in China? Absolutely. So um, I, I was uh, at the first Founders Forum. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Two years ago, and yes. also, last year, and also this year. This year, so so good to have you for both, both <laughs> of the founders. I forms. really yeah. love the yeah. why why combinator family, yeah. the community, and yeah. then the 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 topic Anu gave me for the first year yeah. was a, a a global company from day one. I see, I see. So it was a very interesting topic, and that I think VIP Kid is able to uh, make this happen are for a few reasons. Uh, one is I think we believe that uh, with our teacher community, mm-hmm. we are global from day one. Mm-hmm. I, I personally interviewed and 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 persuaded our first twenty teachers. I see. Um, the first one was extremely challenging. How actually? How did you do that? Do you fly to the United States or you interview remotely? How, how, how did so you do that? I interviewed remotely. I see. But I did spend uh, three months trying to find teachers in the U.S. I see. Uh, before I found a VIP kid, mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon. I see. Uh, Los Angeles, California. You mentioned Texas. Did you go to Texas? I didn't go to Texas, but then I stayed in New York. I see. I even went to Toronto, Canada to, to find teachers. So by spending three times their full time, I understand it is extremely difficult for people to come to China. But if they were to allow to work from home and yeah. it will be something really beautiful for teachers yeah. because every teacher wants to have like Tauli Man Tianxia as a teacher, yeah. the yeah. helping like seed all the, the learning mm-hmm. of Every child is student across the globe by, by the Chinese say. So, um, the, the, it's a value that teachers want to teach, work locally and teach globally. So the community is mm-hmm. essential for our global perspective because mm-hmm. it's you know, our entire uh, supply side. And mm-hmm. then, um, our teachers, uh, coming from all states and Texas is our largest state. Yeah. And, um, uh, all 50 states, all 50 states. And, mm-hmm. For the Texas uh, community, uh, we're very proud of our second uh, teacher conference uh, journeys in uh, August, Dallas, uh, Texas this I year. Uh, the former first lady, Laura Bush, keynote oh, really? our, our, uh, uh, the Wonderful. session. She spent the whole afternoon. Our teachers feel so proud of uh, being acknowledged and praised by her. And and then uh, uh, Orlando is where we had our third teacher conference. I see. The city named VIP Kid Day. For yeah, the, good day for the whole city. Yes, 29th oh, of September. And it's a great honor for our teachers because they felt That's as a terrific. citizen, their contribution is so well recognized by their, by their mayor. And our first, very first teacher conference is in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's where teachers are so loving and, and passionate. We will have our fourth one in Chicago, Chicago. Uh, next I year. See, see. But we just signed a MOU with the, uh, the city mayor of Chicago by helping the underserved community in Chicago to for the kids to learn Mandarin and we'll be providing programs for free. I see. So this is the global community that everyone cares so much about and mm-hmm. the value is is tremendous yeah, for yeah. the teachers and the local community. So that, I think that's a, a very important reason. And secondly, uh, we have a global team uh, from day one mm-hmm. as well. And, and today uh, we have a San Francisco office. We just launched a new uh, city office in on uh, Howard Street. I see. Uh, 301 Howard and, and uh, our teams come Interesting. from... What that team does, you actually didn't realize you have a team in San Francisco. What yeah. that team uh, does, like do they do customer service or... Mm-hmm. 
product development, what's their role? Uh, I'm very, very curious to learn. Right. Yeah. So it, the team is essentially about teacher success. Oh, okay. So okay. we have people mostly in San Francisco, but we also have a Texas, uh, a, a Dallas uh, office as well. And then we have team in New York and, and everywhere. So um, the, the team are from like organizations like uh, Teach for All, Teach for America. I see. Um, like uh, ad tech communities in the U.S., uh, people who's worked in uh, like uh, United Nations, uh, those institute globally to help teachers be successful. So we, we have people who really cares about teacher success mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they are from the local uh, communities that knows how to do it and how to communicate with our teachers. And we've built um, a very transparent mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm service platform for our teachers. Uh, we have a uh, uh, called a uh, hutong. It's our hutong. Uh, I see. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, 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 a posting system where our teachers can send us tasks or questions or tickets or anything that we need to work on. And we communicate very proactively with our, with our teacher community. Yeah. And we have uh, teachers keeping in leaders yeah. formed all those uh, Facebook groups I see. and initiated local uh like events mm-hmm. like communities but those are fa- some of the work are facilitated by uh, our uh, teacher success team that but everyone I, I really love and admire our um, u.s uh, team because they yeah. they constantly fly <laughs> to all different states yeah, right, and, and yeah. sponsor teacher event and yep. make sure teachers can have a great time yep. and whenever there is something we need to work on or address they would be in the teacher's house yep. the next day yep. and be there to to make sure that they're successful i think it's because we've got the right people yeah to build out the, the global platform. that's terrific i think Two key success factors. One is the wonderful community. Mm. The other is the teams that's on the ground in the United States. Right. And if I may say the last one, yeah. the last one I think is where uh, people uh, in, the, in our Beijing office are, we really want make sure that we have a very good communication and we cater for a different time zone oftentimes. Uh, six years I was going to ask you about it. It is difficult. A lot of global organizations, uh, what they struggle that was difficult is build a global culture that that's being very mindful about the other teams that would be 16 hours away when we schedule a meeting we don't want to schedule a meeting when people have to wake up in the wee hours so how do you i'm curious how do you sort of cultivate that build that so the beijing teams is very uh, mindful about the u.s team the u.s team is also when they collaborate uh, they really sort of think for the other side make sure that we can create a environment internally. Yeah. Uh, people really work together to, to build success for the global platform. Right. So, so firstly, yeah. we, we make sure, um, when we like operate, we have the most availability to our teachers in this organization we set up, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about, uh, how teachers can apply an interview with VIP Kid, it's 24 hours. We, we have a team that work on night shift. Oh, nice to, to make sure teachers get access. I see. So have the, nice shift the team. The, the value, yeah. I think, then very naturally uh, would impact on how the team work together. Mm-hmm. So I, I was asking the, the head of my uh, global business development team, and he said, I have a morning call at 4 a.m., uh, a morning I conference see. call, <laughs> not a morning call. The morning yeah, call yeah, probably yeah, would yeah. be 3 a.m. Yeah. And because of the time differences. Yeah, yeah. And and then you work with the partners and everything. I think it's just the the the... Uh, culture is uh, led by example. Yes. If the, the leadership teams would want to do this and they would accommodate more to uh, the teams that are not in the, uh, the 
the the bigger yeah, office. Yeah. I think it made much easier. And also, we also have this concept of a、uh, global dual headquarter idea. So we want our teachers to 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 on to trust that.、Uh, so teachers teachers sometimes would say. This is too good to be true.、Mm-hmm. Are you guys for real? <laughs> You're <laughs>、yeah. so far away.、Yeah. So we want teachers to understand that we our、uh, American headquarter in San Francisco office is there to make sure we have teacher success, and our team is there. It's so important and critical to our future success, and we're keeping investing in the team. Now it's a thirty people team. We're investing the team to be a two hundred people team. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to make sure that、um, the, the 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 team there has more they can execute on and help the teacher with. So that we can build the culture. Terrific. So, particularly the one thing you mentioned, Cindy, the culture is best shaped or most shaped by leaders' behavior. That's true for so many、uh, successful organizations. Maybe switch gear to the last stretch of our、uh, dialogue this morning,、uh, which is、uh, looking forward to the long-term future, the future of education, particularly, Cindy, in the context of a massive new wave of technologies, for example, AI.、Mm. That will give us so much more、uh, technological capabilities. What is your big, long-term, uh, uh, more ambitious visions for the future education? Because、uh, you already have a very, very strong, vibrant platform.、Uh, what's That vision、uh, with those new technologies.、Mm. Can you share with us? Absolutely.、Yeah. So the the common theme there、mm-hmm. is、um, for the big global classroom that we're able to build on the cloud.、Mm-hmm. Um, Two things. One is personalization.、Mm-hmm. The other is empowerment. So、um, the idea for personalization is that、um, learning should be engaging and effective and, and efficacious、mm-hmm. and, and fun. But then every child is so different. Yeah. So、uh, how can we find the most appropriate and engaging, motivating teachers、mm-hmm. for the child? And then how do we make sure there is a Personalized learning path mm-hmm, mm-hmm. based on the knowledge graph、mm-hmm. that we've built.、Yep. The content, like massive bank of like readers mm-hmm, and, and, mm-hmm. and learning content and, and books and everything. And then also,、uh, how do we make sure that the way teacher engage with the child is most focused on how this child learns?、Mm-hmm, and, then, mm-hmm. and then what are the、uh, methodology, the training we need to give to teachers? And then for the empowerment. Section. I think for teachers' job,、uh, it's been a very most almost most challenging job on human yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. But but then、uh, the the common traits for good teachers are、uh, very very similar. The, the passion for your students, the the love,、um, the understanding、mm-hmm. of this child, and and, and then the、mm-hmm. real time interaction、mm-hmm. uh, between the child and the teacher to to motivate and to inspire.、Mm-hmm. So how do we help our teachers build a more effective? A tool so that they would have a AI tutor, yeah, uh, yeah. A, a AI like teaching assistant. I mean, to、yeah. to help our teachers to do their job better, so our teachers can be more effective,、mm-hmm. and they can get paid more. They can be happier with with what they do, and they can make more impact because、mm-hmm. if they can only teach. One、uh, like teacher ten students, they can probably later on teach a hundred yeah, students, yeah, even a、yeah. thousand students. When we're able to empower our teachers with technology, terrific. That's a very very powerful vision for the、uh, long term future.、Uh, my final question to you, Cindy, is、uh, looking back, looking forward. Your very very uh, inspiring uh, journey. Uh, what are the the Key advices that you will have for today's young generation of entrepreneurs just、mm-hmm. thinking about starting or just starting, 
if there's one important piece of advice uh, to them, uh, what that would be? A great question. Let me think about this. But at the same time, may I also ask you a question on the technology piece? Sure. Because I think yeah. you're you're the 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 model for. Ever like parents who are tech background and you know want to be global and help their children learn better. So uh, I have uh, two questions. Okay, <laughs> but you, you uh, I, I will give you my answers, but uh, I would make sure that you also give the the important advice Absolutely. to the, sure. the I, I wanna, yeah. well, to the founders. Yeah. Well, you speak. Yeah. I'll figure out yeah. the most important one. Yeah. But I think my question to you yeah. is: one is uh, how how should um, uh, an engineer, product manager, or anyone in tech uh, think about education uh, sector going forward because traditionally it's fintech that matters more it's uh, um, med tech medical like technology matters more what are the opportunities in education technology that every parent if they're able to change the world and make it better for for their children going forward what should they be thinking about for the sector and also on the ai question what are the things you believe to be the driving force for the for the change for the future okay so I will share some of my thoughts with the obvious caveat. Uh, I think uh, these are from coming from uh, my personal observation, uh, but I'm not a domain expert. This is more observing from a macro perspective and project that into the education space. And in many ways, uh, Cindy, what you articulated earlier is, in my view, is a very, very expensive, comprehensive vision because you addressed the learning side, the teaching side. The platform, the personalization, uh, the knowledge graph that connects everything. So on top of that, here's a couple of things that for me that's important. One is I think, uh, ultimately, uh, technology should be able to transform, uh, pretty much everything we do, uh, as a society. And the education is, uh, perhaps among the most important to me personally is always about education, medical services, because these are the only two human professions that are unique, they make human better. Education, I perhaps will pay a little bit more emphasis because uh, if imagine every kid or every adult can always learn more, can become wiser, empower with more knowledge, the world will be a much, much better place. There are so many positive things can come out of learning. So personally, I taught actually briefly in Fudan University before I went to Carnegie Mellon. And uh, I always have this sort of lingering passion uh, for teaching because uh, it's fundamental importance. Uh, having said that, I also sort of observed uh, education for the past couple of thousand years hasn't really changed that much. Uh, technology hasn't really made a massive uh, uh, uplift or transformation yet. What you have done in many ways is a tremendous step forward. What I think at its core uh, for the innovators in, uh, in the ad tech space you need to think about is the end-to-end complete learning scenario uh, because technology is only a means to serve an end. Mm. Uh, we cannot sort of put the uh, the horse before the cart. Mm. Uh, with technology, sort of focus on technology, think the other way around. I think uh, we are all better off thinking the learning, the teaching, uh, a complete scenario. So let's say, uh, for example, early childhood. What I learned is sort of my incomplete knowledge. A sixth grade in the United States, learning fraction uh, mathematics, is actually the defining moment. Uh, that would be the most uh, sort of leading indicators on this kid's intellectual development. And there's a lot of sort of uh, uh, cutting-edge technologies, including brain scans, to so analyze how a sixth graders learn uh, fractions. And I was sort of honing on that at complete scenarios. So how do we teach? How do we really understand 
a six-year-old, uh, six-graders learn fraction mathematics, and then use that to make sure that our content, our teachings, our uh, learning experiences are truly transformed to next level, so that every kids will be given much, much better opportunities to learn fraction mathematics, and that opens the door for them to whether they want to be a uh, artist, whether they want to be an engineer, they can all be better off. So I will focus on scenario, end-to-end scenario, and then think and say what technology can do. That's sort of one piece of uh, thoughts. The other is on the technological side. This is my personal view. Uh, AI is massive. Uh, we have an unprecedented set of technological capabilities. Uh, for me, I think we need to understand what's the core essence of what AI is. My view on this is AI is about a rapidly efficient way of acquiring knowledge. We can use sensors, cameras, uh, whatever sensors to observe a phenomena and use deep learning, machine learning sort of techniques to rapidly distill into certain knowledges. Because knowledge is power, as Bacon said. With knowledge, we're able to understand. So I think with the early cusp of understanding fundamentally how humans learn, uh, how kids learn language, how adults learn a new programming language or new manufacturing skills, we're at the very early cusp. I think VIPKIP is a powerful platform, global platform, with additional technological capability. You will be able to get so much more personalized data to figure out at the early frontier how kids learn language. I'm pretty sure you'll expand your part of the map, how, uh, let's say, kids learn uh, artistic skills, drawings, dancings, or designing new machineries. Uh, you know, the future is unlimited. The key is, can we sort of blend technology with uh, passionate uh, innovators like yourself and then truly use the opportunity in front of us uh, to make learning so much better for everyone? I'm pretty confident with that. Uh, the world will be a vastly better place uh, in the four decades to come. Thank you. That's, That's sort of how, but treat that as a layman's uh, sort of comments because uh, I sort of often fancy myself to be a teacher, even though I do, uh, taught, I taught for a year, uh, as a, as a teacher at the Fulham University. Uh, in the future, when there is opportunity, I certainly would be interested in, uh, in the content of YC China or YC, uh, overall. Uh, Cindy would love to, uh, explore future opportunity we can collaborate, uh, helping, uh, more innovators, uh, figure out new technologies, new way of teaching and learnings. And hopefully that can be synergistic to VipKit as well. That's yeah. really exciting. Thank yeah. you. To you. I, I think uh, to uh, echo what you said, uh, learning science is a, a, a huge opportunity here to <clears throat> to help more kids. And I totally agree with you that we should start from the scenario where a uh, sixth grade child learned, learns fractions yeah. in math. And I apparently failed when I was <laughs> a sixth grade. <laughs> and the seventh grade is where I had the most challenge learning math. And if the child can be assisted and, and helped Exactly. With the technology, Absolutely. Uh, learning better, yeah, it yeah. just builds so much better foundation yeah, for the yeah. future learning. Thank yeah, you for yeah. the great, like, visionary, uh, uh, comments. Thank you. Just now. Can we come back okay, to sure. your, sort of your, uh, wisdom, if you can share with, <laughs> and if there's sort of one piece of very, very, uh, feedback or advice to right. a young founders today, yeah. uh, what that would be. Okay. So, um, I think the most important thing is always the most apparent thing. And it's always so hard to stick to it every day. Mm -hmm. 
Even if you are, you, you think you believe in it, and but then I think you would need to check on your actions, your like agenda、uh, schedule every day to see if you're investing the most time on it. So my answer there is customer、mm. success.、Right? So I think for VIP kids, the core of its success is because parents, teachers, our colleagues, all ten thousand of them. Ultimately, what we want is student success. Yeah. The, the 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 young minds、mm-hmm. being sparkled to learn、mm-hmm. and curious and、mm-hmm. imagine and everything. It's the dream that everyone wants for their own children.、Mm-hmm. It's what everyone wants for、um, like the the hundreds and thousands、mm-hmm. of VIPK students. And there are a lot of challenges that we talk about: a global company,、yeah. the culture, the the work time zone, the the technology, the the day one problem, market fit. But then, how does everyone keep? How do everyone work, keep working together, <laughs> going through all the challenges? <laughs> because there are always a lot of them. It's the common goal that <laughs> we want student success, and then、um, go to the teacher success part is also important that we can align on this. <laughs> and then,、uh, I, like I personally would fly twenty five hours to be at our teachers <laughs> a conference in Orlando because I had to be in another business yeah, meeting. Yeah, yeah. And after fl-、uh, flying twenty five hours straight. I went to the conference、uh, straight away, and I stood there for four hours so that our teachers can take photos one on one with me, and then everyone shared with me in three sentences their own story, and more than half are in tears, and、mm-hmm. everyone thanks yeah, the yeah, VIP yeah. platform yeah. because they said, "Cindy, make sure tell your team、mm-hmm. it's they're diligent in answering all the hutong like post questions yeah, yeah, yeah. and communities made." Our success,、mm-hmm. so that our teacher said,、um, you know, I'm I'm a retired teacher. I, I I broke my leg last year. I can't teach, but I need the income. So VIP Kid really helped me,、uh, loving my kid and then、uh, making the income. Another teacher said, I had breast cancer, but I was pregnant. I worry so much. I cannot have a healthy baby.、Yeah. I I like VIP Kid gave me the emotional support,、um, the 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 income opportunity, and then now here's my photo、yeah. of my yeah, lovely yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's. Customer,、uh, student, like success, teacher success, that are so critical. Our team,、uh, our many of our wake up calls are a、uh, uh, set of ten、uh, customer phone calls from the previous day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.、Uh, some of us would do it nine a.m. on the way to work, seven、mm-hmm. a.m.、Um, uh, on the way to、uh, like doing on the on the uh, 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 in the gym, or、uh, for me, six to thirty a.m. To listen to all those customer、uh, feedback, and then it motivates the team greatly to go to work and solve the yeah, yeah, challenges. Yeah, yeah. So I think the the thing is very apparent, but it's、uh, very difficult to stick to it every yes, day and yes, make sure that everyone、yes. does it.、Um, so I think the VIP Kid team bears in mind that our mission is to inspire and empower every、mm-hmm. child for the future. <laughs> it's it's such a challenging goal、yeah. because for the future. Already, it's a difficult topic, and what we want for the future for our children is a global kid, global citizen. And then, how do we build up their twenty-first century skills, and how do we build up this global competency? This is something that we really need to yeah, work on. Yeah, yeah. But inspire and empower itself is also very challenging、mm-hmm. because it's not just teach the children, give them the fish; it's、mm-hmm. teach them how to fish yes, and yes. make sure that they're inspired to learn, they、mm-hmm. want to learn. So all these. Like mission and vision we have、uh, drives the team forward, and I think as a、uh, young entrepreneur, it's very important to to check on this every day and to to figure out whether we're doing the right thing. So well said,、uh, Cindy. It's truly uh, inspiring. Uh, thank you very very much for the wonderful、uh, interview session. 
today, I, on behalf of Y Combinators, all uh, community members, very much want to thank you for your time and uh, best wishes for continued success uh, with WebKit. It's an inspiring journey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening. So as always, you can find the transcript and the video at blog.ycombinator.com. And if you have a second, it would be awesome to give us a rating and review wherever you find your podcast. See you next time.